Mark Wright. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda 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 Agenda. Listening to the sound of James Wolf on Base Agenda Radio. Base Agenda 121, good to have you with us. This week, the gloves are off from start to finish. As James Wolfe from Fragile Recordings over in Florida, USA, dominates the show. Got a great interview with him. He chooses some great tracks. And in part two, an incredible mix that he's put together really is something special. Been running his label now since 1999, DJing since long before that, and has got a lot of stories to tell. Not only is he a great artist and DJ in his own right, but he's also collaborated for many years with David Noller from Dynamics 2, also with Larry McCormick, aka Exact, as Resident Alien 2. So we've got a lot of good stuff to get through. Just remember, track list and download of the show is available on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda sometime over the weekend. So clear your furniture, get ready to move to some serious electro bass. It took 20 years to figure this out. Had to learn the hard way, sometimes at the best. Yes, I died, but now I'm back. It wasn't my time, and that's so bad.
since Artie DJing hip-hop and bass music since I was 12 years old and um, I went I started going to raves at a place called The Edge in Fort Lauderdale and that was basically the place to go if you're into the music back in the days there really wasn't anywhere else and the club setting was just amazing um, it started at 3 a.m. and ran till 12 o'clock noon the next day and you know they had a lot of famous bands there um, big concerts and stuff earlier in the night and then you know they would close down for like an hour or two clean the place up and then it was just a full-blown rave the rest of the night so you know I, I got into the music going there and then in 1994 I went to Woodstock and after the bands were done playing at night they would turn the stages into all electronic music that they would play on those you know the amazing sound system that they had on, on the multiple stages and I got to see the orb live there so many other DJs I don't remember their names I do remember this one guy he said I only got to spin one record but this was the greatest moment of my life but after that you know I started looking looking for more underground music and uh, I started collecting all different genres I really didn't know exactly what I wanted to play in the beginning that's pretty much how it was said I was DJing hip-hop and bass music but when I say DJing I meant my first mixer was a pyramid mixer with no crossfader only up and down channels and you know I really wasn't mixing I was just kind of thrown track for track and then when I went to Woodstock in 1994 and I just heard a continuous mix all night you know that's what really grabbed me as far as the DJing aspect of it went so you know with further investigation i was like all right these guys don't just play song for song like radio djs you know like fm radio djs back then you know they actually mix them and they ride the mixes for you know extended periods of time and bring the audio in and out and uh you know i i always loved turntables since i got my first one my first Technique 1200 when I was 12 years old. I used to take, I had one Technique 1200 and one belt driven piece of crap. And I used to put 
a song that I wanted to mix into on the crappy turntable and then use the techniques because it had the great pitch control. Practice mixing it in, switch the vinyl over to the junky turntable, grab a fresh record and repeat. different songs it was life and one other one other song and he said you know just choose the one that you think suits you the best 
and I chose Life because the vocal really stood out. I liked the vocal, I understood the words. You know, he sent me, it was basically the stems only consisted of four parts, the vocal, uh, the bass line, and two, two other leads and a melody or two. And that, that project came together very quick, but I'm very happy with it, with the sound quality, um, you know, the sequencing, all the elements that I added to it and the elements that were already there. I just feel like it came together really nice and yeah, I'm definitely proud of that one. Life is not what you see. It's the path of what you want it to be. Keep your head up and always believe there's a light in every misery.
had met David, uh, I believe it was about 1996. It was a house party. Some friends of mine were DJing and I was playing. And we actually met at this water cooler thing that they had. And I, we didn't know, who, I didn't know who he was. He didn't know who I was. And he's like, "Where are the cups at?" <laughs> so I, like, I, I gave him a cup, and then I found out later on in the night somebody was like, "That's Dynamix too." And then shortly after that, you know, we started talking, and he brought me over to, he invited me over to Dynamix Two Studios. You know, we've been friends for well over 20 years, and um, I worked on my first record with him at his studio, at Dynamix Two Studios, the Tectonic Plates EP, which was the launch of Fragile Recordings in 1999. David's amazing with his vocoding work. Um, he's amazing in the studio just overall. I mean, I'm still starstruck with him, even though he's one of my best friends. But as far as the split of who does what on production, you know, he might start just a simple beat and I'll start some melodies, layer them onto the in the sequencer and see see what he thinks um, and sometimes he'll walk away I'll work on it for a half an hour then he'll come back and vice versa and you know we work really well together because the sound that we're trying to accomplish is very similar so of course there's you know some things that I'll make and he'll come in and he's like that's just total crap and delete it you know he's he's straight up honest like that and that's that's how i am you know I, i'm grateful that it that it's been like that because it's just you know made me you know the person that i am today and help you know i basically got to learn from one of the one of the best in the industry one of the greatest of all time in my opinion yeah the tectonic plates ep was the first fragile release in 1999 um I, I worked on it with david noller at dynamix 2 studios he used to have this huge mixing board i don't even know how many channels it was but it it was intimidating to say the least and uh you know like i said he gave me a quick rundown on the mpc and i just started banging away and um you know when i when i started electric charge it was basically like uh, an 808 drum kit and the sequential circuits pro one synthesizer and the chroma polaris that's all those are all, those are the main elements for for that track and and then david showed me some stuff that i had no idea you could do actually we ran this this uh this lead through the 808 to get the pattern but not using the 808 for drums so it was basically using the 808 as a sequencer i mean there's so many amazing things you can do with gear that weren't meant to be it wasn't designed for that but you know that's one of the the beauties about studio gears you know it's just endless it's whatever your cre creativity can can come up with it's it's there for you the tectonic plates ep was basically a, a big experiment
but don't forget the track list is going to be available on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda over the weekend I'm not going to read every single track out otherwise we'll have no time to hear the tunes I will tell you this though and that is the next track is by Hydroshock a track called Infiltrate before that kicks off James is going to tell you all about it Hydroshock is Todd Walker um, one half of Jacqueline Hyde and yeah his production on that re- that particular record is just just like you said it's just dynamically it has the room to breathe for all the elements it, hit, it hits all the right frequencies and you know it's not just your tra- traditional tempo that goes all the way from beginning to end I mean it starts out electro and then it goes into like a dubstepy halftime beat in the middle to me it's like uh, kind of some next level shit uh, you know I first heard that on one of the most amazing sound systems at a club in the state of Florida the club's called the masquerade and it's in Tampa Florida and there's a, a party that Glenn Morgan from Future Sound of Breaks does every year called the reunion and it's basically DJs from the 90s era that he brings back and everybody gets together and plays this event all in one night. I heard that song on the system and it just totally freaking blew me away. Like literally the bass in the club was so, so loud that it was blurring my vision. It was like pounding my chest. I mean, it was almost too much bass. And for somebody that is a bass enthusiast and you know lives and breathes bass i actually said to somebody i think there's too much bass in the club
This is the Egyptian Lover, and you're listening to the Base Agenda Radio Show, baby. Enter the game. Um, I sampled. It was a, a trance record that I had bought when I worked at Danceatarium, and I, I was listening to it. And the inside cut just had this really sci-fi sounding female talking about enter the game now. You will go into a mysterious world and all this, you know, random verbiage that was just really cool. So, you know, I grabbed just the part where she says, enter the game, brought it into the MPC, assigned it to a pad, used that as the main vocal hook. That song was produced after Electric Charge. So if you listen to both of them, you can tell that the sequencing and the production is a bit more involved on enter the game than it is with Electro Charge. You know, the hi-hats just run through the whole thing they don't drop out at all with electric charge except for on one of the breakdowns and the snares the same same pattern all the way throughout i mean i didn't really notice it when i was producing it it's one of my favorite all-time releases from fragile it it just it just works and you know it's one of david's favorites to this day um he still plays electric charge we both do a lot of heart and soul into that that record Thank you. 
Tectonic Plates, aka James Wolfe, track called Enter the Game. Coming up next, we'll take a quick trip up to Detroit with T Linda, track called Liver Noise. This is the Andrew Redhand remix.
going digital from from vinyl it's basically just a file name and it doesn't have it's lost the human connection of the artwork and going through your records and you, you see a record and you automatically connect with it because you know you might not even know the title you just know what it looks like you know that orange record with the purple sleeve and the dope little guy on there and it's the inside cut <laughs> so it's uh i mean now it's you know a lot of people are still doing cover art but you know once it gets onto your hard drive you know it basically just gets gets lost you know you're just staring at tight titles on a computer and uh you know that's one of the things that i miss about vinyl and cds and just you know physical merchandise that you can visually see and touch with your hands uh yeah it's it's uh it's pretty crazy it's like night and day i mean back then you know we we would recoup the funds that we put into the the project you know make some good money on top of it so we could fund the next project and pay all of our artists you know and still walk away with some money for all of our efforts um, now as far as sales go uh, it, it all depends on the release and uh, the distributor but you know the average year I guess if you want to put it into perspective like that um, we pretty much break even and actually spend a little bit of money because of the cover art and you know people just want to they want everything for free not everybody but a lot of people but there's a there's a lot of good support out there um, yeah I mean the way I look at it today is um, the, re the releases are basically like a business card to get you bookings
This is Dave Clark and you're listening to Bass Agenda. that dial just sat you know it sounds so clean the vocoding work um the bass is amazing you know i i first heard that record i was at i was at the edge down in fort lauderdale a place i mentioned earlier that you know they were playing a variety of stuff house breaks and then all of a sudden i heard that record and i was like what is this i want more of this sound <laughs> you know just bass just grab me and then when the vocal comes in you know it's just that was totally the style that I wanted to start making was that Miami bass just bass sound with vocoding and awesome sounds that sound futuristic and sci-fi because it's it's just such an amazing sound that you know I never get sick of it
that's a jam right there. Um, what really grabbed me on that record is a lot is a lot of the tape edits that they do. The drums have a really nice 808 sound, and it, it reminds me of um, the Beat Club Security, which is one of my all-time favorite jams. And it's just it has that feel to it, and just you know that 80s analog warmth and all the effects that they use um that's one that 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 really grabbed me from from the early days it was a pretty pretty rare one actually the one that i have is a is a promo test pressing but i know it was released i don't know how much distribution it got if it even made it out of the u.s or not but those guys those guys are from miami and i actually got to meet the guy that did all the tape editing on there over at David Nuller's house and you know he told me he was like 16 years old cutting all this tape and doing all these edits so you know that that was a really cool experience James Wolfe to start making his own music there. Don't Touch That Dial by Dynamics 2 and Science Club with Depression, Dubpression. Coming up next, something I'm really pleased to have on Bass Agenda Recordings came out not long ago. Uh, this is a collaboration between Bass Agenda Recordings and UKR, Roman uh, Zwodny's label out in uh, Seattle. And this is Roman Zwodny, massive track called 13 Warnings. Greatness to the greatness of our chemistry of the hip hop pedigree. 
the elements is the recipe, it's firewood and the energy, see it's the remedy, it's heavenly and the therapy, opportunity, see, I already know, so we speaking everything up, see the minds are powerful, thing that you think, see, you are what you drink, hip-hop cycle, I wrote this at Rice, after I won the lottery, now they all wanna follow me, huh? back then it was all mockery, when I meditate and eat that broccoli, laughing at the bank, it was all comedy, see, if the deal is on the table, you negotiate, hold up, wait, I wonder, why you writing this for, for your own self-esteem to get off, are you just doing this, just trying to get you that cost, are you just trying to feed your family, are you trying to make this a lifestyle, we out, we out, we out, we out, we out, we out, we out.
distinction of the glories of laboratories, so you forced to go slow. I guess with your lameness, you're just nameless to the greatness of our chemistry of the hip-hop pedigree. The elements, the recipe, is vibrant, and the energy, see, is the remedy, is heavenly, and therapy, opportunity, see, I already know, I already know, remix he did with Scratch D, aka David Noller, of the conversion by Inhuman Designed. You know, Corey asked me if I wanted to do a remix of it. I listened to it and I told him definitely, you know, I, I love the his original mix and you know I thought I could put my own flavor on there. And I asked David Noller if he wanted to do the mix with me. You know, he's like, well let me check it out, let me hear it. And I had already started a sequence that was 32 bars that had maybe half of the elements to it that Corey had sent me and Dave's like you know he said yeah definitely I want to do this and it's hard to get him to like something enough to want to put his time and effort into it he's very very picky as am I we wrote some vocals from scratch that had you know the word conversion in there I had actually physically written them down on a notepad and so I did the vocals originally, I recorded them and the levels were a little bit off and they just didn't sound right. So David goes over there, does it in one take and just makes it look effortless. <laughs> but you know, that's that's how Dave is, man. He's he's the man in the studio.
called Bot Wars 2.1. Uh, the production they they did a little differently. There's a lot of elements in that track that you only hear one time, you know, and it's not very predictable. It it changes a lot, but it's also you know keeps you interested through the whole ride. And you know, I really like the vocal in it, um, the bass that changes up, and you know the clarity. You know, the guys from Code Rising, Ryan and Matt. You know, Ghostlight is uh, Illy Illbot. Alex, he goes by Cloak and um, Jason. Those are the people that make that up. Um, the vocal is actually done by this guy that goes by the artist name of Dagger. He's actually like a hip hop artist, and him and Cloak do a lot of work together. Actually, the first release on Fragile of this year is a Cloak and Dagger record called Chaotic Science that is just an absolute monster. Uh, the date's not set, but it's going to be the first release of this year, probably within the next six weeks or so. second release is going to be the Al-K record, Al-K from Therion Records, and it's called Space Madness. Uh, Cloak and I started on a remix already. I plan on having two other surprise artists do remixes, and they're, they're actually both from the UK. stay with code rising we don't sweat the technique and let this play on for a bit and then we're going to slip into james wolf's mix serious serious bass coming up and a great selection of tunes
splitting headache and your stupid hip-hop isn't helping. Four in the fucking morning! It's Saturday! No, it's not. It's fucking Sunday. Fuck yeah! Hey, oh, hey, look, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. We just, we've had a couple of drinks. It's not hip-hop. It's electro, 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 electro. It's guest myth time on Base Agenda. You motherfuckers need to get up and shake it. 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 Screaming. Hauntings don't usually revolve around living. Listening to the sounds of James Wolf on Base Agenda Radio.
some love out to James Wolfe for a great mix, great interview, and for choosing some seriously good tracks. Always really great when the guest goes the extra mile, really tries to make the show something special for you. I hope you felt that. Keep an eye on James and Fragile Recordings. No sign of slowing down in 2016. If anything, they're going to be speeding up. I'm back in two weeks, where we head over to Finland with the legendary Acid, Techno, and electro producer Mono Junk, one to look forward to. Until then, have yourselves a great weekend. Thanks for your support. Cheers. Yo, this is DJ Digital. Thanks again for checking out Andy on the Base Agenda Show.
James Wolf Fragile Recording Space Agenda Radio.